hey you. I want to share with you something that I genuinely think will transform your life and your business, to be honest. HDX is open from now until May 17 with a few special bonuses. Join before May 11 and get my eight-week Purpose and Abundance course completely free, which is $888 worth of value. And if you join before May 17, we're actually going to give you $999 off our upcoming Mexico retreat. I mean, how good a freaking deal is that? And if you join before May 17, then you'll be in time for two amazing bonus classes this month in HDX with my personal business consultant, Nikki Rowley. Now, this is the woman that has helped scale my business significantly in the last year or so, and I am sharing her with my HDX community. She'll be teaching on how to grow and scale for business and what strategies and structures will actually get you there. She will also host a bonus business Q&A, which means you can actually ask my consultant anything you want to ask her about growing and scaling your business. This is an opportunity that could transform your life and your business, so don't miss out. Hey everyone, and welcome to the Human Design Podcast with me, your host, Emma Dunwoody. I'm a qualified master coach and human behavior specialist, as well as being a qualified human design coach. And I work with clients every single day to answer the big questions. Who am I? Why am I here? And what is my purpose? I also assist them to transition from the person they think they should be to the person they really are on the inside. I teach people how to actually live their design instead of just knowing it. And if this is something that you want to do too, well, stay tuned or reach out for private coaching or human design unpacks where I show you exactly how to live your design. Hey, hey, everyone, and welcome to today's podcast. I am so pumped to share this episode with you. Oh, my goodness. This has been one of my favorite conversations recently, and I've got to say there's a few amazing conversations coming up soon, but I actually heard Frank on uh, Luke Story's podcast recently, so I reached out, had a session, and um, from that point, I was like, oh my God, I love this human. So I'll share a little bit more about Frank in just a moment, but until then, I want to ask you a question. Did you make it to our sex, love, and intimacy class in HDX. We opened the doors for everyone to join uh, this month just to see what it was like in there. Uh, we showed everyone the the portal, um, you know, the 100 plus hours of training, everything you need to be a human design coach and everything that you need to really develop uh, your alignment to your human design. So it was super fun and exciting. One of the cool things that we talked a lot about is how how intimacy especially, but sex and intimacy particularly, uh, is, is transforming in the new paradigm. It was so incredibly powerful. And I've actually got a couple of guests coming up that I really want to discuss this with. So hopefully uh, we can get that happening for you because I really think that this is a topic where we are so conditioned beyond what we even think we're even aware of, you know, even I can't even find the words for it, like really starting to study this, going down this rabbit hole and then starting to teach it. We're actually setting up a, we're running an experiment at the moment where we've all understood our, um, you know, what our intimacy um, personality is, like how we're designed to, to be within, like what's our sexual persona? What's our sexual personality? Um, how are we, um, you know, What's our driving force for the way we connect with others? Also understanding, you know, our, um, you know, our sexual um, inner drive, like what is our body looking for? How do we know what's correct for us? And as we're in this time where sexuality as a whole is being completely redefined, it's just so freaking exciting to be running this experiment, teaching this class. Um, and next month, we're actually, we've got a bunch of uh, integration exercises. So we're going to actually have this great conversation about, okay, well, what are your results from your experiment? And already I've had some significant shifts around um, uh, body image. Uh, I've had some significant shifts around 
the as a as a generator, I'll give you a sneak peek as a split definition split definition manifesting generator. Like I'm on the planet to you know use up my sacral energy through sex, but one of the things that I had noticed I was doing because also in my design there's a piece of me that's really um, work or sex. You know, like, am I going to be putting this money, uh, money, this energy into work, or am I going to be putting it into sex? And there's a part of me that's like my condition part, my my mind, because I'm not listening to my body, was always like, well, you should do both, and you should do lots of all of it. And at the end of the day, when we went through this class, we had a look at the different line numbers. Oh, it's amazing! It's really fascinating. And what I started to understand was, for me, there there is a part of me that's like, sometimes I'm going to be busy. Um, working. Sometimes I'm going to be busy within any sort of intimacy because it doesn't just mean sex. And especially as we get to the uh, new paradigm, um, intimacy is really redefining because it is very much connected to higher consciousness and a conscious connection. But anyway, the point is it was super exciting. I can't talk too much about it uh, because we've got a huge episode coming up. But if you are at all interested in anything that I have to say, Go and check out the show notes. Come and join HDX. It's going to be the best investment you've ever made. Um, And before you know it, you'll be living your heaven on earth like I am because every single day I am governed by my strategy and authority and every single day miracles are happening. So, yeah, check out the show notes. So let me tell you a little bit about this incredible human that I just got to share, I think, about an hour and a half with, and I could have spoken to him for, I don't know, I don't know, hours, literally hours. So Frank Elleridi is a certified emotional code healer who helps clear energetic blocks around his clients to help them in areas of relationships, career, money, and more. The result of his session is to allow his client to live a more heart-centered, less emotional life. He is also trained in the ancient Indian healing practice of Ayurvedic medicine and well-versed in plant medicine and guided meditation. Frank is also the co-founder of Modern Nirvana. The goal of Modern Nirvana is to be a catalyst for transformation in people's lives, to inspire them to take control of their spiritual and physical well-being by sharing both ancient practices and modern biohacks on their YouTube channel and annual conference. The Modern Nirvana Oracle Deck, published by Chronicle Books, comes out October 2022. It's literally It literally came out over the weekend, guys, and it looks stunning, so go check it out. Covering everything from Syrian refugee camps to the Academy Awards, Frank is also a four-time Emmy Award-winning journalist who worked mostly for ABC Network News before founding Modern Nirvana and becoming a healer full-time. Wanting a place to tell the stories that he couldn't tell on TV, he created Modern Nirvana YouTube channel with a focus on health and spirituality at www.youtube.com forward slash Frank Alaridi. Alaridi. We cover everything from people who have tapped into their pineal gland and can and can still see while completely blindfolded to documented journeys with plant medicine, ayahuasca in Costa Rica, stem cell treatments and hair hair transplants and more. And for all of you out there, Frank is also a 3-5 self-directed projector. So it's fascinating to hear how he navigated this huge career and how we talk a lot to how he actually receives invitations, which I think is going to be so powerful for so many of you out there listening. So let's get into today's episode of the Human Design Podcast. Hey, hey, everyone, and welcome to today's podcast. Now, today I have a special guest that is going to introduce us to something super powerful, which I'm pretty sure a lot of you may have heard of the emotion code, but I want to dive deep into that. And of course, we're going to talk about some human design. So Frank Elleridi, how are you? Welcome. Thank you. I'm good. I'm good. I'm surprised you got my last name right and you didn't even ask me beforehand how to pronounce it. <laughs> well, do you know what's really weird is like when I first heard you um, on, uh, I think it was Luke Story's podcast that I heard you on. And even when you were speaking, and then I, then I, I can't help, but whenever I'm listening to someone, I have to Google them to see what they look like so they can imagine them in my head. 
And it's like you actually look really Australian in because because we have quite a multicultural um, heritage in Australia, especially in Melbourne where I grew up. I was like, God, you look like you should you should be in Australia. You should be Australian. So I think it's probably partly I'm used to different kind of names um, from mm. growing up. Yeah, it's so interesting that you say that. Actually, really interesting because. Uh, lat- yesterday morning, I just, I live in Texas now, but I'm from California and I had this thought, like, should I move back to LA? But then right after that, Australia, for some reason came to me and, and I had this thought of like, maybe I should go live there for three months. I don't know. I had that thought right then this is the crazy part though. Then later that day, I have one of my clients. He's one of my like six month clients. So I see him every two weeks. And he said, you know, I'm having this, this, this longing to move to Australia for three months. He said, I love how free they are. I love their mindset. I love everything about them. And then today, my client this morning, I didn't know because they book, you know, online was Australian. Oh my God. Like the universe is trying to tell you something, buddy. Come and join us. (laughs) I mean, moving to Australia is a big, that's like another, a full other continent. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I married an Englishman and we literally, like we're going back to England for the first time this year in 22 years. Um, wow. Yeah, yeah. His entire family moved out here. Like his brother ended up marrying an Australian as well. So they all ended wow. up moving out here, but it's so worth it. It's so mm-hmm. worth it. Get out here. Like we're in the middle of winter where I live. Like where I live is kind of like, kind of like Sedona, but on the beach. So it's like the hippie area of Australia. It's very like spiritual, um, but we're in the middle of winter and we can still swim in the ocean and surf and do all of those things. It's beautiful. Uh, okay. So it's very similar to California. Well, to yeah. LA, I should. Yeah. Yeah. What, um, I know this whole podcast is going to be moving advice, but so what, good. <laughs> what part of Australia is good for somebody who's coming from abroad? Well, it really depends on what you like. Like we just spent the last 12 months or at least all last year, we traveled, we um, bought a caravan and traveled around Australia for a year with our two kids. And a lot of people rave about the West Coast of Australia. In fact, friends of ours who did the same thing, they moved over to a place called Margaret River over in WA. Um, And we went the other way. We spent most of our time over this side. So just north of where we live now, we spent so much of our trip because it's, um, you know, like it's tropical, um, you know, it's humid and hot, but not too hot, whereas it's kind of a lot drier and um, fluctuations in weather over in the West. And so you kind of like, what do you like? We live subtropical. We, We love the humidity. We love to be able to be in the water all year round. So that's what we love. But, yeah, there is some incredible places. Like Melbourne is the most amazing city. The people in Melbourne are amazing. Sydney's a stunning city. Like it's absolutely gorgeous to look at. Um, but there's just, you name it, just work out what you like, what feels good for you, yeah. and, and then there will be a place in Australia. Just hit me up. I'll let you know. Yeah, and I'll just muscle test all the options you give me and see what test the strongest for me. Exactly, exactly. (laughs) So um, before we go too much further, I want you to sort of um, give the listeners a bit of a, uh, you know, an idea of who you are and how you got here because I know you've had kind of a big shift in that in your career. But we will just let everyone know that you are a 3-5 projector, self-directed projector. And I think this is really interesting as we learn a little bit about your history because, like, you've gone from a really, you know, almost manifesting generator life that's like, you know, go, 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 doing lots. Um, And especially as a line three, like there would have been a lot of ups and downs in there. I'm a three, five as well. So I'm like, I get you, brother. I know how that feels. Um, But yeah, please sort of introduce yourself to the listeners and tell them a little bit about your story of how you got to where you are today. Okay. So I started out as, like you said, a journal. I mean, if we're talking just like out of out of college, adult life as a, as a journalist and a very mainstream TV news kind of journalist where I was, like you said, go, 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 go. So if there was a volcano and eruption in Hawaii, they would send me. If there was a, you know, it's awful, but like a mass shooting somewhere, I was there. If there was uh, every award show from the Oscars to the Golden Globes to the Emmys, uh, and then I won four Emmys, you know, as a journalist. Wow. And, did really well in that world and really loved it and really loved 
the adventure, but most of all, the experience, because, and I don't know if this is part of being a three, five, but I live for experience. I just need to experience and try everything. Yep. Right. And so is that right? Okay. Yep. That's a line three all over. Okay. And that's totally me. So I think that even though I wasn't fully aligned with the job itself, I was very much in love with the experiences and the things that I got to see that most people in a lifetime never get to see. And I, and I was, that was my life constantly, right? Like six different states a month, maybe one or two countries a month. And then there was like the spirituality that was kind of my other life. And so in my personal life, when I wasn't working, I was in Kundalini yoga classes. I was meeting with shamans around the world. I was, um, you know, learning things like the emotion code, which we're going to get into. And somewhere along the way, they started to merge. And I created a YouTube channel called Modern Nirvana. And then again, that that did really well as, as well and had 40 million views by the time I kind of slowed down and stopped posting about a year and a half ago. And then right before the pandemic, I did this little um, show with Deepak Chopra that my best friend Kat Graham was actually executive producing. And she called me one day and she's like, hey, we need some B-roll for your episode with Deepak of you speaking at a conference. And I looked through the stuff that I had and I didn't really like it. It wasn't like good enough to really share with a TV show. And so I, my, one of my best friends, Bryant was at my house and I said, Hey, why don't we put together a little event, you know, 30, 40 people and, and, you know, I'll speak and we'll record it and we can just send that to them. He's like, yeah, great. And I'm like, you know, we're probably going to need some vendors there and things too. So literally within a few hours, we had like four vendors booked, like upgrade labs, uh, pemp therapy, cryo brain tap and shaman Durek was our, our headline speaker. Amazing. 500 people came and we literally, it was two weeks later, 500 people. We only promoted it on our Instagram, like no marketing, nothing. And also it was the week before Halloween in LA, in Los Angeles, where, you know, people definitely have much more fun things to do. I would, I would think on Halloween weekend Yeah. and still 500 people came and they were all young and they were all in their thirties and twenties. And we realized we're like, wow, this is something that we should probably do every year because people are hungry for it. People are ready for it. And let's just do this every year where we put together an event that we've always wanted to go to. Right. So then we did it again last year and Deepak Chopra, we gave an award to Dave Asprey from Bulletproof or sorry, Upgrade Labs. uh, And of course the podcast um, was our headline speaker incredible other people like Luke Story and Allison, who, you know, yeah. And Again, we're doing it this year and we're so excited. The lineup is still kind of being built, but already we have like Sri Sri Ravi Shankar who created the art of living and is incredible. Yeah. Guru. Um, Sadhguru, who a lot of people know from just like virtual fame. Yeah. Um, so we're really excited, but that's now my life. Like you said, huge transition because this was the year and I actually, you know, Allison Charles really well. Yeah. I basically announced it on her show that like, oh, I'm not a journalist anymore. This is my new life. The day before I went on her podcast, I did an interview with uh, a rapper named Lizzo. And yeah. that was like my last shoot I ever did uh, for ABC. And and yeah, that was a few months ago. And I'm now just full on modern Nirvana and building the company. And doing, Oh my doing- God, that's so... I have to just geek out on the human design stuff. But before that, if at any point... Let me be super clear. If you ever need a human design person to come to Modern Nirvana, please hit me up. Yeah? Oh, yes. I would love that. Yeah. <laughs> would it. you come from Australia? Yeah. Oh, good. Of okay. course I would. Of course I would. Oh, my God. In a flash. Um, okay. Yeah. Okay. We're used to it. Like, we joke because my husband's English um, and we're just about to go to England. We're like, oh, we'll hire a car and just drive from the top to the bottom because now yeah. he's been in Australia long enough. Like, literally, we drove for six hours every day and we would – you know, just get from one town to the other. Like in Australia, you're so used to these massive distances. So to fly to the States is simple. Like I've flown uh, all over the world and I'll get on a plane tomorrow, you know. It's yeah, a, just make a trip a, out anyway, Yeah. You know? Oh, my God, so well, much. And I've, Exactly. I've got so many friends over there. My whole team works over there. They're all in the US. So, oh, wow. um, yeah, yeah. Um, but I have to totally geek out. So one of the things that's really cool, you're a projector, right? So you've worked as a journalist who gets invitations all the time. Go here, go there, go here, go there. Um, you know, and because projectors really, really, uh, a lot of them, uh, like, how do I get invitations? And one of the things that I'm always saying is like, you just have to be in alignment. You have to um, value you. You have to be 
you know, your self-worth has to be like, yep, I'm really good at what I do, or I love what I do, or I'm, um, you know, this, this particular efficiency or this model or this strategy, like I'm really good at it. And then all of a sudden the invitations will come. And I just love that you, your transition was you're getting invitations to go and write a story, um, create a, you know, uh, a story on something. And then you literally get an invitation from your friend that you need to this, this speaking footage. So from that invitation, you're like, well, let's just throw this thing together. Um, And of course, because it's come from an invitation, it's not going to be just 40 people, it's 500 people. And it's now the thing that really drives you forward. And I think, you know, it's such a great example of a projector that's in alignment. You're like, not worried about where the invitations or where the recognition or where the acknowledgement is coming from, but really, like you said, like you're in your experiment, what we would call the experiment in human design and, um, you know, getting really curious and having all these different experiences. And, and because you're being you and you value who you are, like everyone else wants to, you know, wants a piece of that and wants you to contribute to that. Does that resonate? Oh, it not only resonates, it's so you're kind of blowing my mind. And I'm so glad that we're talking right now because your perspective is so unique. I wouldn't have thought of that because there are times where I'm like, did I waste all those years as a journalist? But then I realized like, no, it's also, it taught me how to tell stories, which is why the YouTube did well. It's also like, it's everything kind of links together. And now hearing you say it, it's so accurate. Yeah. But also like beyond that, it's so funny that you said the self-worth thing and just, you know, you'll get the invitations. I'm like, trying to get less invitations. <laughs> I'm always like constantly like I'm a little overwhelmed and I'm just like, can everybody just like give me less invitations? You yeah. Know? <laughs> yeah. And that's exactly like whenever I meet an aligned projector, that's where they're at. They're like, whoa, yeah. okay, boundaries. That that's too much right. because I don't have the energy to keep up with all that. I don't, I don't want to keep up with all of that. But I have to just blow your up your mind a little bit more because this is just so cool. You have one channel in your design and it's actually called the storyteller. So it is literally about listening to stories from the past, um, understanding patterns from the past and going, right, we need to build a better future. Um, So taking those stories, sharing those stories to build a bigger future. And I just think like, holy crap, like this is so much what you're, what you're doing. And even your personality son, which um, we refer through the, the gene keys, we refer to that as your brand. Like this is all about the answers, you know, like getting the answers. So for me, I was like looking at your design. I'm like, wow, you are so in alignment because all of your really prominent energies are just there. They're just there. And you say like, the, the being a journalist taught you to tell a story. No, no, your gift is to tell a story. So as a line three, you just try to tell it in all these different ways and you work out, well, that didn't work and this does work. And then when you work out what does work, it's like everybody is just attracted to you. The three five is probably the most attractive profile because people really resonate and they, they're like, well, you've walked in my shoes. You get me. Um, yeah. Does that resonate with you? That resonates. And then people, I don't know if as you as a three, five, this happens too. They just not, not only do they feel like you're relatable, but they open up completely. Like people I've just met for the first time, just start telling me everything. And I think they feel so safe and comfortable doing that because I don't have the judgment. And again, like we talked about earlier, I love experiences. And so I, I, I genuinely love hearing this person's experience. You know what I mean? I'm exactly the same, exactly the same. I love it. So let's talk a little bit about the um, emotion code. Um, I was, I've been curious about it for a long time. I was reading the book. Then I listened to Luke Story's podcast and you were on it. And this all happened in, you know, 24 hours. So I was the same. I'm like, right, I am booking in a session. And I, as I told you at the time, I booked in a session. I had a long list because as a manifesting generator, I have a long list. I have lots of different things I want to focus on. Um, and we get to the session and I've got freaking shingles. And I'm like, well, yep. that list can just go away because clearly we're meant to be here working on the shingles. Um, and just for your information, I think I told you this already, like that night was the first time I slept. Like it was the first night after that session that I could actually sleep really well with, with um, the shingles. So it had that initial um, impact straight away. But one of the things I really love about the emotion code, and I'm going to get you to actually run us through it. But what I love about it is because my background is actually behavioral coaching. So I've done a lot of mindset, um, you know, neuroplasticity, uh, NLP, like all of this sort of stuff. And sometimes it can take quite a long time to get to these certain places or to heal certain things. And one of the things I think is really 
profound and amazing about the emotion code is that it it is and I don't really want to use the the word bypass but it goes directly that's a much better word to the actual emotion so we don't engage in the unresourceful story and we're not sort of reliving the trauma it's it's going to that place where it's connecting directly into the chemicals, like the neural peptides that are attached to whatever it is in our body, you know, our uh, whatever um, cells that they're attached to and helping us release it straight away. And I think that is so incredibly powerful because as we sort of move into this new world, um, we we need to move away from story and into the present and be able to sort of um, do a lot of things in this more subtle yet powerful way, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And a lot of people do I actually have a lot of therapists who come to me and, yeah. and repeat book, you know, and it's really interesting because you don't have to talk about it. So I think that's why some people who let's say have been through, you know, molestation or something really deep that they don't want to actually talk about. Yeah. I'm like, that's totally fine. We actually, I don't need to know any of the details. I'll tell you what's going on and I'll just clear it. Yeah. Right. Sometimes like, I don't know if you've had, you had this in your session, Sometimes I need to know a few more details before I can clear it. And it's, it's not even me. It's your subconscious wanting to make sure you know what it is. And then I can clear it. But most of the time, like 90%, I just go, okay, so you have a trapped emotion of fear. It's from age 10. I'm going to clear it. You know what I mean? And then I don't need to know the details. I don't need to know what happened. Sometimes I'll go over and over to a certain age. Like for example, the other day, and this is kind of funny and relates to what you were saying. There was a woman from Germany who I worked with. And she said, hey, I heard you on a podcast and I'm curious, but I'm fine. I'm happy. I don't need anything. I'm good. And I was like, okay, well, if you're good, you're good. But let's let's see what comes up. So we just did. I said, let's just do a general heart clearing. Let's just see if there's any emotions that are around your heart that are, it's called a heart wall and emotion code that you just have up there to protect your heart. And she said, okay. But she's like, but really, I'm fine. I'm happy. I don't need anything. I'm like, okay, but you booked it. So let's do it. <laughs> so we clear it. We clear her heart. And she, by the end of it was like, oh my God. And like, even the next day, she sent me the nicest email and said, I've never felt this happy and free. Now I truly feel happy. And what we kept going to was age 12, like over and over. And I said, what happened at age 12? Because we've gone to it like seven times now. She's like 40 something years old. And um, she said, oh, age 12 is when my family completely moved the family from Germany to Bavaria and didn't tell us we were, I was 12 years old. She said, they told us we were going on holiday to visit my aunts and we just never came back. And it was so traumatic for her, but she's like, you know, oh, I, I'm, I'm okay with it. Like, you know, uh, I see now why they did it and it was better for us. And it was a great move for the family and we needed to do it. Um, but at the time it was very shocking and traumatic, of course, you know, yeah. And vulnerable. Yeah. yeah. But I think that this is exactly like, I talk about this all the time. Like you can be okay with it in your conscious mind, your conscious adult mind can be like, yeah, I, I get it. I understand it but your inner child or your subconscious mind, it's not okay. It's still stuck in that loop. It's still got that, those neuropeptides attached somewhere because it never got processed. And I think this yeah. is one of the things I see so often is where, and I did it for years. So I'll be like, oh, I'm fine. It doesn't matter. It's fine. It's past now. And, you know, I've forgiven them and rah, rah, rah. And I think I'm, I'm sweet, but we really have to understand that there is, there is something deeper. So um, and I love, like, she's like, I'm all good. And it, it's like me yeah. with my long list of very clear things I want to deal with, shingles, right? right. You know, like right. really having just to surrender to the process. But can you actually explain um, the emotion code? Like, how does it work? Right. So um, some of the people who are listening might know about muscle testing. And David Hawking's really brought David, uh, sorry, brought muscle testing to the forefront. There's an amazing book called Power Versus Force. So I had already been muscle testing for like 10 years and working on it, just, you know, getting better and better and better. And I've done everything. I was I'm really not just with the YouTube channel, but in life was a human guinea pig. I've had, you know, stem cells injected. I've had uh, I'm hair fascinated by that. Uh, yeah, I've done everything. Stem cells like multiple times. I've had, uh, you know, um, ayahuasca ceremonies, mushroom ceremonies. And these are like in the jungle with, with these shamans. And I've done all of it. And I come across emotion code. I actually was lucky. My first session ever was with uh, the person who created it. Wow. Um, Yeah, really incredible. And uh, Dr. Nelson. And what was really incredible about it is that instantly, kind of like you said, how you slept so well that night. Instantly, I slept so well that night. And the next two days, 
I felt like I was floating. I just felt like, and now I clear myself all the time with any little thing that comes up. So it's like clean as a whistle because as soon as it comes up, I just clear it. Yeah. But um, so I don't feel it as much now. But at, in those first couple of sessions, I felt it so much. Mm. And Dr. Bradley Nelson, I, I messaged him and I'm like, hey, I, I feel really light. I feel almost like I'm high. Is this kind of, is this normal? And he was like, yeah, that's, that's what people experience. So I started telling all my friends about it, my family, everything. And, and then, you know, he came and spoke at our conference last year. And at, soon after that, I got, uh, or was it last year? Yeah, a little before he came to the conference. So I think it's been about two years now that I, I became certified and started doing it really just for friends and family. And little by little, they would, they would send their friends and their family. And eventually it just became my, my, my job. And what's, so what's interesting that, that we're doing is that we're muscle testing. He, he created this seamless method where there's a chart, an emotion code chart. And that's just emotions, by the way. I also do body code, which we go into the body, the energetics, the alignments, yeah. the chakras, the, uh, like today I had somebody who had reproductive issues and all the misalignments were in her reproductive, in her mammary gland. Like it just kept taking me to those certain areas that you would expect. Yeah. And then the associated imbalance causing that was like fear, shock, sometimes inherited emotions from her parents. And which I remember you had as well. Mm -hmm. And so everybody has, and we all have inherited emotions. And so we use then a magnet. Like I have one here. I love this. I actually got this from, because once I started learning how to use magnets, I started going to other magnetic healers and now I've learned and I always incorporate it. So even though I use the emotion code in my session, I'm going really beyond it and, and learning other things that I've learned from other shamans. So this I got from a curandera in Mexico who also used magnets. And what was so interesting is I hadn't quit uh, my job as a journalist yet. And I was still attached, I think, to that role because I'm laying in her bed and she goes, she speaks Spanish, but she has her son was kind of helping me understand, but I speak a little Spanish. And he said, um, she said, she goes, are you, you're a healer. And I said, no, 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 I'm a journalist. And she's like, no, 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 you're a healer. And, and she goes, your heart, she was like, uh, to go And she was, and she just goes and like, does this like, kind of like shoots out her, her hands and kind of was just telling me like, your heart is just this beam, you know? And oh she was like, no, 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 you're a healer. And she was adamant. So we I'm getting massive ghost bumps. Mm, yeah, and I yeah, want to share. <laughs> I want to share. Can I jump in? Can I cut you off? Is that That's wrong? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm so done. <laughs> again, I'm totally geeking out on your human design, you know? So you feeling high, you have all of these open centers. Open centers is where you take in the world. You amplify it and you reflect it back. So you literally, that high feeling would have been you're free of other people's emotion as well as your own. It's like your aura is is clean, like it's that squeaky clean. And I love, like, you're, you are a healer. You're a line five. Line five is the healer. Um, so 100% that's there in your design as well. And you talk about your heart. You've got definition in the G center. The G center is um, our heart, like it's our higher self. It's our higher consciousness. It's like our connection to God and source. So, yeah, 100%. That is the little definition that you do have is like all about your voice and all about your higher consciousness, like unconditional love. So I love it. I love it when I hear these stories and it's just people's design. That gave me chills. Yeah. And you know, you're right because it is communication and voice because a lot of times, you know, I see like now it's funny because you know how everybody used to, we used to look up to like actors and singers and we still do. But a lot of times now people are looking up to YouTubers and influencers and like now little kids who are like 10 years old, they're like, I want to be an influencer, right? We ask them what they want to be. And mm -hmm. so, I mean, I would call myself like a micro influencer in some way, right? And so like, I'm not, uh, I'm not, I'm not massive. I'm not small. It's like somewhere where I do use my voice to like, that is my job and my career. You do it as well. Mm -hmm. But I see other people doing it. And you could tell they're really trying, like they're trying so hard to be. And I'm like, why? Like, I don't want this. It's just the only thing I know how to do. You know, I like, love I'm that you just said that. You know, I'm like, why do you, why would you ever want this? Like, I wish I could just be a doctor or like a lawyer or like have a good, like little certification, go to my nine to five job. I just can't, I don't know how to do that. I've never been that. I've yeah. never had a nine to five. Even when I was a journalist for 12 years, I never signed a contract. I always was adamant about being freelance. So I would choose the stories I wanted. They would say, hey, there's this, do you want to go? And I'd be like, oh yeah, I'll do that. Or no, I'm not, I'm not available this week. And so it's like, it's the only thing I know how to do. It's like, not, yeah. not like, I'm like I want to be an influencer. I want to have a, 
a, you know, a YouTube channel. It's like, I just need to tell this story because I don't know how to, I, I can't not do that. Yeah. Oh my God. I love it. And you know, that, that, that piece is so important to your design. Like, so from a human design point of view, that's where you're consistent and reliable. So it's basically who you feel you are. So your voice and your direction and your higher self, like this is what's there with you all the time. Then you get to access all the other stuff, but it comes and goes and it's it's someone else's variation on the theme or it's expressed this way by that person or that, by, that way by this person. Whereas you're absolutely right. Those people that seem like they're trying, is because that they're not in alignment. It's not their consistent, reliable energy. And you're right. Also, I have a defined throat. So I'm constantly, you know, speaking is one of my things as well. But another part of your gift is that you can see the potential of energy. So some, so the projector, you know, let's say um, when you were working on me and you're doing emotion code, it's not just the emotion code. You can actually through whatever modality you're using, you can see how I'm using my energy. Like, am I using it uh, resourcefully or am I using it unresourcefully? Am I someone forcing myself to do a job that I hate or am I someone who's really aligned to what I'm doing? Like these, as a projector, you have this gift to be able to see the way that people are using their energy and is it working or is it not working for them? Does that resonate for you? Uh, Yeah, Yeah. and I learned about projectors from when I did a session. I, I messaged you and I was like, oh, I get it now. It's so cool. I did a, I did a session with, it was gifted to me. And, um, and I did the session and she said that too. She did, she, she, Oh, I'm, I'm blanking on what I was about to say, but she said something really specific about that, that I, that I really resonated with, mm-hmm. but you have to have the invitation. So it's almost like somebody will come to me with their issues or this. And I'm like, Oh, I know what they need to do. It's so easy. Like, it's so simple. And I used to just have this kind of like savior complex where I would just tell them like, Hey, just do this, 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 and that. Cause it's so easy. And now I learned like, unless they ask and not only, not only will it not be received, but you know, it's almost like I'm wasting my time. You know what I 100%. mean? Like, now I just don't even waste my energy. I'm like, if they ask me, I'm happy to like tell them because I see it so clearly. It's like so obvious to me, but mm-hmm. I won't do that unless, unless I can tell they want it or they're asking for it. Yeah. And that's perfect. And by the yeah. way, you just spoke your design again, like that savior piece <laughs> that's in the line five. So the, the, the line five is also like um, one of the words that they use is savior, but I like superhero. Uh, it's this mm-hmm. energy where people know that you can fix or heal them. Um, so they are the people who can tend to be really superhuman. They're, they're leaders, they're healers. Um, but the, the thing that a lot of, lot of us, we have to deal with as, as line fives is, A, we have to heal ourselves first. So we're squeaky clean um, because people, I mean, all human beings project you know, who they, you know, the way they see the world onto everybody. Um, You know, we see the world as we are, not as it is. But what is really um, different about the five is that the line five actually has this like amplified um, projection field of people's wounds. So you're actually a mirror for someone's wound. So a line five can sometimes really cop stuff from other people and you can be like, wow, I don't know where that came from, but they're literally telling you this is what is needs healing in me. Um, And energetically, they know that you can help. And one of the big things that's really important for all line fives, but especially a projector, is to have boundaries because you're not here to to help everybody heal. You're only here to help your people heal, especially as a projector. You know, projectors have their own people, if you like. Um, You know, like there's projectors in my life and when they say something or they bring something to me, it's like, I'm on it. Like, I was going to say something very Australian. I won't say that. Um, I'm on it. I'm all over it. Um, so, yeah, that's really important for, for you guys as well is that, you, you know, your people are really important. And if they're not your people, then your gifts don't belong there. I really resonate with that. I think, I, I think I'm learning that this year and then hearing you reinforce it really helps. But honestly, not till this year did that really come through. Mm, mm. And I love that as well. Like, you know, you're not designed to work nine to five jobs you know, projectors aren't, they're, they're designed to work when they've got energy and, and when they don't, they're designed to rest. Like one of my favorite projectors, she's like, if I could just like lie and read all day, every day and do like one hours of one hour of work, it's just pretty much her life at the moment. She's sweet. She's happy with that. I always say that too. I always say, I, I just want to, I, I want to make, <laughs> I almost want to just win the lottery so that I can do nothing and like throw my phone in the ocean. And just like only like I always say I would like write one book a year. Yeah. I would do like very 
And it's, I used to think that that was lazy. And then I realized now it's actually not lazy because like I'm putting together a conference right now. I'm actually not lazy. If I want, if I want to work, I, I work and there's so much that goes into this conference. It's like, yeah. you know, hours of calls a day and emails with the vendors, with the speakers, with their teams. So, but I would like to just like, if I was doing the conference, for example, do this much and then have the rest of the day to, you know, do the sauna, read a yeah. book do my Kriya yoga, do whatever it is that I do. And so I resonate with your friend a lot on that. Mm. And what, what I have to say is like, that's actually available to you. You just have to trust that it's available to you. Like one of the things that's really awesome, this friend of mine, um, she does a, a podcast with me every month on what we call the transits. And she's a projector. She's what we call a non-energy projector like you. So no defined motors. So you, there's, there isn't any consistent energy in there all the time. Um, and Ooh, what is yeah, I want to learn more about that. The non-energy projector. Yeah. yeah. So, so there's four motors in the human design chart. Okay. Um, there's the, the sacral, the root center, the solar plexus and the will or the heart center. Um, and a projector can have three of the four. Um, they just can't have the sacral. So some projectors have energy. So my husband, he's um, he's a projector and he only has two centers like you, but he has the, the root center. So he's actually like an energizer bunny that sleeps every two hours for 10 minutes. You know, like he's just constantly, like he likes to do things. Um, or when he worked in a corporate environment, he would literally work the first two hours of the day and then be on meetings for the rest of the day and just doing whatever he wanted. Um but he has but the in those energy. Two hours, he probably did what everybody else is doing at eight. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Smashes it out of the park. But we're all designed to work perfectly together. And this projector friend of mine, like, because my my podcast is so successful, she's built an entire business off it. You know, um, so she doesn't have to market. She doesn't have to do all these things. And I'm like, bring it because you're adding so much value to my listeners. I love you. You make my life better. Um, and within human design, that's how we're all meant to work. Like I am on the planet to work. I'm a manifesting generator. Um, so when we can really sort of surrender to our design, then the universe is like, oh, well, you need this person and this person and this person. And then you can do the hour or two and just hit the sauna and, you know, grab a book for the rest of the day. So trust it. It's coming your way. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of like a hybrid like that now because I do, I don't know anybody that pampers more than I do. Like I love my son, I love my red light therapy. I love going, getting a massage. I, I just love to just be pampered, you know? Yeah. And so, in fact, we had a, I had a call yesterday with somebody who she owns uh, an ice, ice bath company or a cold plunge. Yep. And they're like the Rolls Royce of, 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 of that world. And she was like, so do you like uh, ice baths? I'm like, no, absolutely hate them. But I would love for you to be at the conference because I know other people love it, but I am all about like comfort and pampering and you know, I like, even if it, I don't, I don't believe that. Uh, well, I don't know. That's getting very philosophical, but that I'm going to add a certain amount of time to my life. I think it's, it's, it's there. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but even if it did add, you know, three or four years to my life, I'm like, take them, take the three or four years. I want to be yeah. comfortable. <laughs> oh my God. You make me laugh so hard because like cold therapy is something yeah. and don't get me wrong. Like I've been all over it for years, but it's the one thing that I avoid, you know, like yeah, we, same. we've, we live here because it's warm all year round. Um, yeah. but yeah. Uh, and it's also, I feel like it's the biohacking capital of Australia as well. There's, you know, anything you need, it's just down the road. It's pretty cool. Um, yeah. yeah so I want to ask, I should probably talk a little bit more about the emotion code. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh my God. I'd love to, I'd love to, um, like, yes, let's definitely do, um, a session. Cause I know, cause I am working on probably, we actually spoke about some of it in my session. But what I would just love to say uh, quickly for those that are listening, like, why do people come to you? Like, what is the, the, what is the, the person that you're going to serve, help, support? Like, why would they come to you? Let me, you know, what's, I can answer that in this way. So I, <laughs> I have a friend who is a, a journalist and she was a, a really big network TV journalist, you know, uh, got married, had a baby and didn't work for a while. And then when she tried to get back into it for a year and a half, like not getting calls, not getting um, responses, and she didn't know what to do. So she called me, we do a session and she canceled our second session because 
it was a week later because I said, let's do a follow-up because she got a job with a major network and was, and was uh, being a correspondent for them. And then just two days ago, hi, love. Thank you for working your magic with me. You helped me manifest a morning anchor job. And she said my first day is next week. So she's now like a morning TV anchor. She wanted to stay in the city in like this major city that she's in and not leave. So she wanted to anchor the local city. And now she's doing that. And it's been oh, like three months. Session. My God, I love that. It's, it's so, so it's like that. Yeah. It's yeah. just getting yourself out of the way, maybe. Exactly. Because there was a lot of with her specifically, I don't remember exactly, but it was like a lot of things from her past job. And it was like effort unreceived a lot of, uh, you know, feeling taken for granted. And when you have that, and then you're applying for other jobs, you're already going into it feeling like I'm being taken for granted. My effort is unreceived. And one thing that I don't think we ever did with you, but I love to clear them is broadcast messages. And a broadcast message is when you are basically like a radio tower and you, you have this belief, but not only is it stuck, you're broadcasting it out to the world. Right. So you could be I've had somebody who was in an abusive relationship who she left. And I said, let's just do a full session, just broadcast messages. And there was she was broadcasting. Treat me like a child. Yell at me. Hurt me. Take away my power. Like these were the messages. Not that it's ever her fault or that, you know, she was a a victim and somebody who's abusive is going to be abusive. But you are also amplifying that. Maybe you're attracting a person who is looking to abuse someone. Yeah. And you're saying, hey, look, I'm looking to be abused. You know what I mean? Yeah, so you've got the energetic puzzle piece. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And so there's so many different kinds of people. I mean, I had one guy who wanted just weight loss and he messaged me and said, I can't believe this. I wish I would have taken a before photo. My stomach is completely flat. And this was like two weeks later. And he said, and we've had guests from out of town for the last two weeks. And we've been eating so bad and we've taking them everywhere. I'm not working out and my stomach is flat. So, I mean, it can be the most superficial thing or it could be super deep. Like, um, you know, I I have people who come to me and say, I I have given up. Like, I I don't know what I'm doing with my life. I'm lost. I don't know who I am. I don't know. These feelings aren't mine. And so we just go in and sometimes they'll need three sessions for someone like that. And um, Mm -hmm. other times like that German lady, we cleared her heart in one session. She just had all that stuff from like those age 12, 13, 14. And then she was good. Yeah. I love that. Can you just, yeah. Can you just explain the heart wall? I think this is also really powerful. Like, and like, do do a lot of people have them? Cause I would also like to see everyone's charts that have them. Cause I want to know what's going on in their G center just quietly. Um, But yeah. So can you tell us a little bit about the, what a heart wall is? Yeah, I would say like 90, I think it's, it might be in the book that 95 or 97% of people in the world have one. Mm. Mine, for example, in the very beginning had eight, eight emotions around it, which is really little. My, my roommate at the time is like three, no, four years ago. Uh, he cleared his, he had 32. Wow. And so everybody is different. Right. And um, what it is, is basically, so we all, when we experience certain traumas, they can be small, big. Sometimes people think a trauma is like a, a major car accident or a divorce. A trauma could just be, you know, a really bad phone call and you just like maybe feel something and it's just never got processed. For yeah. the most part, we process our emotions at night. We go to bed, we're in theta, our mind does what it does. And a lot of times they go unprocessed and we hold on to them. And so some of those are stuck around the heart. And the reason they're around the heart is because you're creating a defense. You're creating a thing to protect yourself so that you won't get hurt again. And it's a really powerful thing. And a lot of times what I notice is I will, uh, I like clearing the heart more than anything else, even though it's the most amount of work. I like it the most because you kind of start out more recent. And then as we do more sessions or in the same session, it gets younger and younger and younger. And then by the end, they're all like the last like four or five. I usually just inherited, 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 inherited. Yeah. It's kind of like you're going down the onion. Oh, you know? that's so good. It needs to be cleared. Like sometimes I do start younger and then go to more recent stuff. It just depends on the person and what wants to be cleared. Yeah. But the heart, I feel like, is the one that's the most important because then you're you start to notice, at least with me, that all your decisions are heart centered and they're not logical. You're not overthinking it. You just know this feels good. I'm doing this. That feels yeah. bad. I'm not doing that. You know. Yeah. 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 I love that. I think that's so powerful. Yeah. So let's do a session. Okay. Let's do it. All right. Let's do it. We can do some, maybe let's do emotions and then also any broadcast messages. Okay. Sounds great.
Okay. Is there a certain topic that you? Well, could you to? could you test for me because there there's yeah. one thing that I'm working on that's connected to my throat and my sacral. Um, and then there's another thing that I'm curious about, and I could definitely feel my ego going, shh, no, no, shh, shh. So I'm going to ask is about um, a particular part of my business. So there's a there's a, a growth area that I want to step into with my business. So if you can muscle test on which one wants attention. Okay. Yeah, okay. Uh, do I have permission to access and begin? Yes. Okay. If you were asking me. I am asking you. <laughs> All right. Okay. Set the intention to connect with them. I'll be able to test right now. All right. Whew. Beautiful spirit you have. Okay. Thank you. Um, is it in your highest good that we start with clearing any misalignments in your chakras? Throat chakra, sacral chakra. Okay. No. To focus on the business. Yes. Okay, focus on your heart, broadcast messages. Okay, so the thing that's testing the strongest for you is to focus on this business growth one and also to clear any broadcast messages that I was telling you about earlier. Amazing, amazing. Okay, okay. so what do you need to know from me? Not much. If you want to give me maybe an area of the business, but your subconscious already knows what it is that you're thinking of and that you want. So we actually yep. don't even know that. Amazing. So it's my private It's my private coaching. Private coaching. Okay, perfect. Yep. All right. Are there any trapped emotions we can clear to clear the way for your private coaching? Yes. Good. Okay. What's the first trapped emotion in column A? Is it in column B? Column A, column B. Good. Even two. Okay. The first one is lack of control. And can we clear it? Do we need to know more? No, we can clear it. So I'm going to clear it. And I usually would get an age for each single one of when you're feeling it. But because we're working on this specific thing, I don't. we don't need it unless, it, unless your subconscious tells me to. And for mm-hmm. the sake of science. Mm-hmm. Can we clear more? Good. Column A, column B, column A. Autora, row two, four, row six, row two. Anxiety, despair, disgust, nervousness. Nervousness. Can we clear nervousness? Yeah. Do we need to get an H? No. Okay. So there's so far there's lack of control and nervousness. And for people who can't see, I'm just swiping the magnet over my uh, governing meridian to clear that from you because I've exper- I've uh, established a proxy. As so I'm working on myself as though I'm you. So everything I do on myself, I'm doing for you. And that's why I get to work with people from all over the world. So can we clear more? Good. Column A, column B, column A. Odd row, even row, row two, four, row six. Humiliation, jealousy, longing, lust. Okay, overwhelm. Can we clear the overwhelm? Yeah. Do any of these resonate so far? Oh, my God, so much. So much. <laughs> and it's so funny. Every time you clear one, I, like my sacral is just... Because that's where, yeah, that's where um, a lot of my wisdom comes from, my sacral. So it's getting more and more excited, like every time yeah, you clear something. Good, good, good. Okay, good. Can we clear more? Yeah. Column A, column B. Odd row, even row, row two, row four, row six. Okay. Pride, shame, shock, unworthy, worthless in here. Okay. So the next one that's getting in the way of it is actually in an inherited emotion. So is it inherited pride, inherited shame, inherited shock, inherited... Un- it's inherited unworthiness. Is this from your mom? Yes. From your dad? No. Does it go back further than your mom? Nope. Can we clear it? Okay. So the cool thing about inherited emotions is when I clear it from you, I'm clearing it from your mom as well. So good. There you go, mom. Yes. Okay, see you later today. Are you? I can. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll be taking yeah. notes. More good column A, and usually I would send notes after, but because we're recording it, I think it's fine. Yeah, it's all good. Am I still testing for Emma? Column B, odd row, even row, row two, row four, row six, row four. Okay, depression, frustration, indecisiveness, panic, taking for okay. Another inherited one inherited depression, inherited frustration, inherited indecisiveness. Is this from your mom? From your dad? Does it go back further than him? Nope. Can we clear it? So you inherited indecisiveness from your dad as well. And that's yep. kind of why you're on the fence. <laughs> yep. And that's really fascinating. So he has a he and I have a very similar um design. Um, and he a lot of the stuff that I've healed earlier on is because um I learned like just to shut down uh because he shut down. So that makes sense. Yep. And you know, um, I just remembered now that I heard your, I listened to your podcast and there was one where you were talking about your father and you were walking the Spanish trail. And yeah, it's really, really a beautiful yeah. story. For anyone who heard it. Oh, so, that's so good. Yeah. I love my dad. I miss him so much. Yeah. Well, usually when we clear a lot for, for people, so if we get more from him, it usually means that they're here. 
And they know, mm. they know, especially if they pass, that a clearing is being done. So he knows right now that indecisiveness was cleared from him wherever he is. Oh, that's beautiful. Okay, another inherited one, inherited humiliation, inherited jealousy, inherited longing, inherited loss, inherited problem. This is from your mom. Okay, so this one's from your dad too. So he, he's probably aware and that this is happening. So can we clear it? Does it go back further than him? It's inherited overwhelm from him as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just got introvert because he was so introverted and I'm very introverted. Believe it or not, I'm quite introverted. So that makes sense. Good. Make sure more, yeah, column A, column B. On row, even row, row two, row four. Okay, depression, frustration, indecisiveness, panic. Okay, there's also feeling taken for granted. And uh, do I need to get an age for this one? No, can I clear it? Okay, good. So taken for granted. And usually when I get an age for people, I know this was the case with you. I'll say this and so, so and so happened at age 12. You probably don't remember that was so long ago. You're like, oh no, I remember it was this, this, this and that. And it's like almost like a memory comes forward. Yeah. That, you know, comes forth. Yeah, that's exactly how I experience it. And even, you know, just now, like, just not that it's, a, for me, it's a, like knowing that it's, that the overwhelm just then was to do with the the introversion, you know, or when I, our other session, the memory would just be right, right there in my mind. Yeah. Okay. So it's a uh, testing week to do any more. So I think that that's kind of the, I don't know if there's any, like, is there anything else that can be cleared to help with the business? Is that everything? Yeah. Is there anything else? Like, can I clear any broadcast messages? So we can actually try for a couple of broadcast messages if you want. Yeah, let's do it. That sounds exciting. Yeah. Slightly scary, but right, exciting. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's really interesting because these are the ones that you are broadcasting out. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right. So this is how other people, so even though emotion, when we clear emotions, you feel really good and feel better. And as a result, other people will around you, but with broadcast messages, I think that's when people really notice that other people are responding differently. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I'm are excited. Emma, can I clear for Emma? Yeah. Am I testing for Emma? Are there any broadcast messages? Okay, good. Column A, column B, column C, column B, all row, you row, row one, row three, row five. Okay. Let's see what the first one is. Okay, there is one that is I am unwanted. Can I clear that? Do I need to get an okay? I need to get an age for that one. So is this one before the age of 40, before 30, before 25, before 20, after 20, 20, 21, 22? That one was felt at age 22. And that's when you started broadcasting it. Mm-hmm. it. Anything else? No. Okay. All right. Is that resonate? Yep. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That was okay, yeah. A very, I, I actually, the memory that's come up, I haven't thought about forever. And it is to do with a guy I met at work who I was absolutely smitten with and everything was going well. And then I just freaked out and just like ignored him. Like nothing had ever happened. It was weird, uh, but yeah, that was, I told that's myself. Testing well. yeah. Yeah, that's, testing. that's what it is. Yeah. yeah, I even and it was one of those weird things because I know now that it was something I operated from my unconscious. Like, because later on, I was still friends with his friend, and I sort of met him. He's like, "What was that all about?" Like, I thought we were going ahead, and I'm like, "Oh no, wow!" So yeah. Anyway, <laughs> and now the next one that you're putting out is, "I am in opposition." So mm-hmm. in some way, at one point, you felt like you were in opposition to something, but you started broadcasting that message out. So can we get an age for when that happened? Okay, before the age of 40, before 30, before 20, before 15, after 15, before 20, yep, 15, 16, 17. So these are pretty early. This one's from age 17. Mm-hmm. Can I clear? Yeah. So we're just going to clear that, and then maybe we can just clear one more. Yeah. Did we clear I am in opposition? Yeah. Are there any other That's fascinating. Messages? Yeah. I do have to say there was this thing that, so there's this weird thing that happens to me, right? And I'd actually looked into my my chart and decided that it had to do with a part of my chart. But one thing that happens to me sometimes is that I will be, I'll reach out to someone or someone will reach out to me um, and they want to do work together or something wants to happen to you do something together. And I'm like, yeah, great. Okay. And so I get excited, go down this this road, and then all of a sudden they just ghost me. And whenever I ask the wise people in my life, they basically say something like that, like um, they're intimidated or they're, um, you know, they're competing with you or something like that. And I'm like, shit, like I'm not putting that crap out. So I think 
that's it. Like that was the one I had in my mind. I'm like, if that's a broadcast message, please, can we get rid of it? Because it's- uh, Yeah, did we clear it? Yeah, we cleared it. Because <laughs> it's a, yeah, right. so weird. It's a pattern and it keeps, it's, you know, happened a number of times and I've done so much work on it because like I don't, on no level am I consciously putting it out, but clearly I was unconsciously. So yeah, yeah. And so let's, okay, can we put it one more? Yeah, good. Is it in column A, row six? Okay, good. Uh, okay, I am- I am sorry. I'm stuck. Okay, this is an interesting one because it's not at all how I would see you. Uh, but I'm going to double check it and just make sure. Okay, it's I am submissive. And can we get an age for when you felt that? Okay, before the age of 30, before the age of 25, before the age of 20, after 20, 20, 21, 22, 20, age 23. Can we get to know more? Yeah. It's saying yeah. I need to know more before I clear it, not to put you on the spot on your podcast. No, that's okay. So if it's what I think it is, at the age of 23, I had um, like an emotional breakdown because I was working my ass off for a business. Um, you know, I, I was rocketed to in advertising to um, like a senior level. Mm-hmm. I was working my ass off, mental breakdown basically. Um, and this particular woman who all I wanted was her to be my boss was like, to be a mentor, she was just like terrifying. And it was, it was like, she broke me. There was definitely, and I used to use that language, like she broke me. Um, and it was a time that I literally, I quit advertising. I went overseas. I met my husband. So it it was, you know, ended up really well, but there's definitely been a part of that version of me was like, yeah, definitely splintered off into my shadow. So that makes sense. Is that What's testing? That's what it is. Yeah, it's testing really strong. And then now we can clear it too. It's allowing me to clear it. So that's good. All right, perfect. Did we clear that? Yes, good. Okay, good. All right, congrats. We cleared those. (laughs) I love it. It's going all night, but I know, but it's so simple. Like I love this, and um, you know the the especially with the the business stuff, like I could literally feel my sacral getting more and more excited. Like I almost had to get up and run, you know, run off and do something. so it's super yeah. cool. And I'll be really fascinated to see how it all sort of integrates. Does it take long to integrate or does that depend on each person? Great question. Because after every session, um, I like to, and we're not trained to do this, but I like to tell somebody how long it's, it's going to take them to process. So for you, is it going to take more than a week to process, more than two weeks, less than two? So less than two weeks for you, more than yeah. a week. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. About- Amazing. Amazing. And you can like just do a one-off session or you can work with you for over a period of time as well. Yeah. Through the the healing process. Yeah. So I have some people, so the different ones that I have, and I've kind of built this over the two years as I see what people need. So there are the quick 20 minute sessions, which usually I end up going to like 30 um, because I don't like to stop if your subconscious still has more wants to clear. So I usually go to about 30 minutes is that's one session. Um, that's if like you have a quick little, first of all, if you're curious, if you're just curious and you want to see how you feel, or, um, if you are like, you know, I have this one thing I'm dealing with and I want to clear all the blocks around it so I can just go. And I'll, it's funny because a lot of times people will book like that and then they end up booking like four or five more, but just all individual ones. And in my head, I'm like, oh, you should have just done a three month, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> but I get it. You kind of see as things come up, you want to do it, but uh, then I have a two hour intensive and that's for people who are really have gone through one specific trauma, like a big yeah. trauma, because then we usually do about an hour of clearing and then another hour of uh, meditation and certain things that are very like neuroscience backed things that are very specific for trauma release. Cause it goes really nicely with, you know, you do an emotional clearing and then you're also doing the visualization to help clear that out and, and kind of logically clear it as well instead of just Mm. emotionally and and subconsciously Mm. and then um there's like a three month and a six month as well and that's for people who are um it's pretty different but people who just know that they have a lot they want to clear or if they have like a specific thing like business like uh, you know they just want uh, i know for myself too when i'm creating a new business i like to have my mentor support and my uh you know my team whether it's social media our event planner all that stuff but but in our PR company, but I also like to have my like astrologer that I go to and my, you know, so it's like, it would be like being that person for them. Yeah. So every couple we meet twice a month and I just clear anything that's coming up. Yeah. I love that. Um, yeah. Expect a booking coming your way. Cause I love it. I think it's so powerful. Um, quickly before we finish up, just remind everyone about, um, oh my God, why have I forgotten the first word of Nirvana? 
Oh, modern. 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 Nirvana. Tell us, just, just let's recap modern Nirvana. Yeah, so modern Nirvana is really our goal is just to be a, a catalyst for change in people's lives and to raise the consciousness of people, but in a modern way, right? So a lot of people are intimidated by going to a 10-day retreat or to go, you know, live in a monastery or a cave. And we're in a modern world and people want to live here now, but have the kind of like modern taste of Nirvana, you know, mm. and still live their lives. So we have our YouTube channel, uh, which is just modern Nirvana. And then we have uh, actually really exciting an Oracle deck coming out on in October with Chronicle Books. And it's just so beautiful and gorgeous. We're actually like officially, officially announcing it this week, later this week. Um, but it's beautiful. And then of course, the annual conference, which is our little baby. And it's for anybody who's interested in spirituality and biohacking and just modern wellness, whether you're brand new to it and curious or you're you're you know deep in the game it's it's perfect for everybody because there are incredible incredible speakers and just the people that you meet and then you can go do an ice bath and then go do the you know the saunas and meet other people who are just like you the vendors the speakers and so that's in austin texas on september 23rd yeah oh my god i love that that sounds so exciting yeah I mean, I mean, all you got to do is ask me. You um, come this year? Yeah. When, what are we in? Yeah, September. That's oh, ages away. That. Yeah, okay. absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, Let perfect. me know. I'm there. Yeah. <laughs> Love okay, it. Okay, good. Um, so thank you, everyone, for joining us. Thanks so much, Frank. This has been just the best. Um, you're so, so welcome. And everything that you need to find Frank and book a session or check out Modern Nirvana, it's all going to be in the show notes. Um, and go check out his YouTube channel. I've just gone down that hole a couple of times as well, and I just yeah. love it. So thanks so, so much good. for joining. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Bye for now. Thank you. Thanks, everyone, for being here all the way to the end of the podcast. I hope you got lots of value out of it. I certainly had a lot of fun doing it. Could I please ask that you share this podcast with friends if you found it valuable? And also, bonus points, could you leave a review for me as well on Apple? It would be greatly appreciated. If at any point you would like to be on the podcast or you've got questions that you'd like me to discuss on the podcast, by all means, get on my socials and DM me. Everything you need is there in the show notes. Have an awesome day. Bye for now.